230 guaranteed. We had a caller last week, Jordan, if you remember, that, you know, brought up the fact that Drew handicapped the franchise at 20 million a year, uh, and things of that nature. I, I, you know what? Good luck to you, Cleveland. He's not in the NFC South. He's not in the NFC. And quite honestly, I think the Saints dodged the bullet. That's me. That's me. But you know how I felt about all this. I just thought it was a lot. Everything was a lot to me. Um, including that compensation you saw eventually what the picks were. But Jordan, when you saw 230, and as Adam Schefter tweeted, every dollar is guaranteed, I, I literally went, whew. Wait, when the Saints I was, didn't get it. I was, I was actually very relieved because then you, you kind of keep on looking at stories and every, all the stories that all these journalists had waiting on yeah. either national sites or local sites. All start popping up because you know everybody from the Cleveland, Atlanta, New Orleans, everybody, everyone's team that was involved in that. All those journalists had stories ready to be posted, and you, you saw a lot of them. Hey, what does that mean? What is it going? What is it going to mean when the season does start? What's the suspension going to look like? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, to me. It's almost like the Saints dodged a bullet because that would be the the top storyline now for the New Orleans Saints is. Well, is he getting suspended or not? And that's kind of how I look at it. That, that's honestly kind of how I look at it. Um, and that's why I say dodge the bullet or, you know, and again, I, I just, that's just how I feel personally. Um, when you look at that contract, the other young players that you sort of have, I just, man, you, you know, and I understand all the discussions of being elite and all that. I just, to me, it just makes more sense. Look, you don't have to give up any of those three first-round draft picks now, Jordan. And you also um, have a guy that, you know, is out there to prove it. I Look, the deal, two years, $28 million. It can get up to 44 I read, with incentives. And that's probably touchdowns. That's probably yards. That's probably wins. If you get in the playoff, if you're a pro bowler, and all those different aspects of it. Uh, playoff, playoff win, whatever all those incentives seem to be, 21 of it is guaranteed. In today's day and age, a starting quarterback for, what, 14 a year? If you do the math, are you, are you serious? I mean, again, I said, right, I expected 16 to 20. Now, I know some people say, well, there was no market out there. Again, I'm okay with that because you would have had to pay more. If he, I, I, Regardless of how the season would have ended, if he doesn't tear his knee, and plays the entire season, I honestly do think the Saints are a playoff team. So now you're having to re-sign a playoff quarterback. So I again, I think it 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 just it just went exactly how I think it should be. Roy already is texting me, we're going seven and ten. Whatever, man, we're winning the NFC South. I, I love everybody think we'll get into all of this and more. But Jordan, that's one aspect we want to talk about because that is one of our questions of the day. Yeah. And then also, I mean now you look at Jameis Winston, he's a top five quarterback in the NFC. Has to be. So I mean, if you look at the, the names, mm-hmm. well, it was he's interesting top five. because we, we are coming up here. And I guess I probably should give you the guest list. That's kind of something that, you know, we should probably be doing here. Mike Triplett's going to join us at 1230. We'll discuss this deal and also, um, you know, the two new Saints defenders that will be, you know, patrolling uh the superdome turf here and helping the team here as well so we'll talk about that at 115 ali cosell will the pels rob jordan uh that's a question of the day yeah that was that is a question of the day first off i put out there give us your thoughts on the pelicans going two of three on the road Mm -hmm. 
And then also um, a question that you could call in or comment over on Twitter is, do you think that Herb Jones, that foul that he committed was, you know, warranted to be ejected? I, I do not. I mean, again, now you can also say and sit there and be like, hey, you know, you're, 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 you're a Pels fan. You're the home of the Pelicans and all that. I, I think intent. I mean, for, for me to warn an injection and all that, look, the Euro step, the elbow did swing a bit, maybe a flagrant one, but, um, it made a difference, right? It was a three point game, four point swing, as many people put out there. So we'll touch on all that. It has, it absolutely made a difference for sure. 130 Rafael Esparza. Edward Allen Marlowe, Jordan, who is that? He's at 215. Yeah, so we all know that LSU signed a as, – has a new basketball coach in Matt McMahon. Uh, so it looks like he's, uh, he's going to come on and kind of just discuss uh, what he's seen because he, he's written some stories over there up in Kentucky for Murray State. Yeah, that'll be interesting because the Matt McMahon contract, the details came out this morning, late last night. And what I find interesting in the details is this. So remember, you know, we'll wait in the strong, you know what, offer. Um, it, it's, you know, notice of allegations was and in firing with cause. All of that is in the background, which probably you would think Jordan was going to make it difficult to hire an up-and-coming coach, a one in because you don't know if you're going to be on probation. How many scholarships you're going to lose? You're going to have a postseason ban, things of that nature. So it's a seven-year deal. It starts at two point six million. It can go up to three point two with escalators and stuff. So it's not a bad deal when you look at it. Here's the the interesting aspect of it, though. Worked into the contract, Jordan, is if LSU gets a postseason ban, he gets an extra year added to the contract. So it goes from seven to eight. If they get a postseason ban. Also, that extra year goes in as well if they lose two scholarships um, for at least three years. Extra year. So the contract, the decision, the reasoning behind the hire is to try to give the man time to rebuild this program, build it in his likeness, and, and, and kind of move forward from that aspect. Um the school putting out the video. He attended the women's NCAA game yesterday, which unfortunately came up short against Ohio State and lost it their exit. But the Kiln, you know, Mulkey era was incredible, to, to say the least, to get a third seed in where they were in year number one. Seeing them back in November when Tulane played them, I mean, I, I would have never thought that they would have been, you know, where they were. So, you know, but to me, again, a very good coach, Matt Moscona, who follows us at 3 o'clock, he said it back over the weekend when Murray State was playing, is like, for those following the hiring circle, this is a guy that he had heard the name early mention out there from Scott Woodward and others that kind of targeted, and he's a good coach. You know, and quite honestly, maybe he can bring somebody that remotely, you know, plays like Ja Moran. It always comes back to Ja. It always comes back to Ja. Well, you know what? I can do that if the national media, I don't know if you heard this, Jordan. It was 10.53 a.m., Right here on ESPN New Orleans, the national show, the folks filling in for, um, you know, Mike Greenberg. They, they had like 30 seconds before the break. The guy literally says, we got one minute left. And he goes in. They were talking about players that haven't been playing, right? You know, Ben Simmons, now he's got a herniated disc in his back, all this different stuff. So you know what it came down to, right? Because the news over the weekend was oh, that Zion Williamson likely won't play. Well, there's only 10 games left I mean, at this point. 
whatever. Um, but yes, I'm not even kidding you. It maybe was 30 seconds. If I can find it, Jordan, see if you can find the final hour of Greeny for me during the show. It's the final hour. I'm telling you, it's literally the last, it's the last 30 seconds of the last hour. My man literally starts the segment or the topic by saying he has played his final game as a New Orleans Pelican. The um, other host says, oh, I absolutely don't expect him to ever play another minute for the Pels. <laughs> then my man goes, he will be a New York Nick at this time. Then he went on to say he is currently exercising his power of a star. So essentially, remember, no reporting on this. No nothing on this and insinuating that he is faking the foot injury so that he doesn't have to play in New Orleans and he can go to where he really wanted to go in New York. I'm just, again, it's incredible to me how people make substantially more than you and me, Jordan, <laughs> to continually just, you know, hey, he'll be a Nick next year. Now, let's not, let's completely disregard the fact that he got no draft picks. I got no one to trade. Who are they trading? What, what are you giving anybody anything to? Julius Randle's disgruntled. Who are you trading for, for, you know, Zion Williamson? Who, who exactly are you giving us? What exactly are you giving? Like, you know, let's not even go into that for five seconds. Let's just, oh, he'll be a Nick this time next year. He'll never play again for, this is all on purpose. So if they can do that, I can always say there'll be a John Morant somewhere. <laughs> I don't know how that, that, that goes into it, but it just does, Jordan. Any other questions of the day that I missed? Yeah, we have a fun one, a poll question. Who would you rather start at quarterback, Marcus Mariota yes. or Taysom Hill? Yes, and that all comes to fruition because uh the Saints made their move. And what did the Falcons do, Jordan? What did the Falcons do? The Falcons do? signed. They brought in Marcus Mariota. Yeah. So they brought in Marcus Mariota, and I felt bad for him, you know, because, I mean, I, I'm not – I mean, I, I guess I should say I feel bad for them. Um, I, I – we, we need to bring him in. Carlos Medina is going to join us at 630 because um, I just – I, I kind of wonder how he's doing. Don't you? Don't you kind of wonder how they're doing? Don't you at all? I I, I, I kind of already saw how they were doing. I saw one of the reporter, the a radio reporter, yeah. sports reporter. Remember, did you, you saw the, all the text message I sent you mm. and Todd and Daniel? This, I mean, this guy said he's coming to he's coming to oh, Atlanta. Oh, oh, they it's done. they they I've seen it with my own eyeball. Oh, they absolutely, they absolutely, one hundred percent thought that they were getting Deshaun Watson. That was happening. And Marcus Mariota's your starter. Matt Ryan arriving today in Indianapolis. Uh, team plane bringing him there. He is a Colt. They traded him for a third round pick. I thought as we end our segment, Jordan Ralph Marlboro, who will join us tomorrow from the Saints Happy Hour podcast, said it best. He believes that Sean Payton sent a sleeper cell in the new Falcons general manager to go in there and absolutely obliterate that franchise <laughs> because I'm just going to say you went from oh, look at least Noodle Arm was there he beat us I mean he beat him there last year I mean it, he's a good quarterback no, Noodle Arm is not as terrible when he can protect him he's not terrible so you got rid of him and essentially got Taysom Hill and you and I went back and forth on that because I'm telling you I think Taysom Hill's better than Marcus Mariota I do so we can talk about that as the show progresses here as well thank you Jordan appreciate it bud
I'll, as always, hope you have a good, great day. I'll be talking to you later. <laughs> well, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Wish it be a great day already. I appreciate it. Well, hey, um, you never know. Maybe the power gets cut off by the storm. Uh, that is very true. Is, that sounded like the excuse you were ready to use, to be honest with you. That, that kind of sounded like the excuse you, you were ready know. to use. You never know. Oh, I know exactly what you're trying to do right there. All right, quick break. When you come back, we'll take your phone calls. It's an open segment. We'll go over... Um, the Pels, but also want you to hear from Marcus May and Contavia Street. Um, they spoke yesterday, so let's hear from two of the newest members of the New Orleans Saints. The Saints have made it official uh, on the webpage, on their Twitter page. Jameis Winston is back as your starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Let's talk about all that and more. Mike Triplett, bottom of the hour. It's a sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans. The NCAA tournament is underway, people, and to celebrate, Caesar Sportsbook has released a brand new offer for new users. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app and get started with up to $1,100 in first bet insurance. Sign up with promo code radio CZR, that's one word, and then place your first bet on the NCAA tournament, hockey, NBA, you name it. Bet up to $1,100, and if you win, congrats. But if you lose, you'll get it all back as a free bet, which is like site credit you can use on your next wager. And with Caesars Rewards, every bet you place, win or lose, brings you closer to redeeming amazing benefits, tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. Must be 21 and physically present in Louisiana. Permit pending at Horseshoe Bossier City. Not available in prohibited parishes. New users only. Bet amount of qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Paid as a single bet credit. Must be used within 14 days. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call one eight seven 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 zero. stop Caesar Sportsbook, your app is ready, Louisiana. Download it. Spring is finally here. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa, we're ready. With truckloads of fresh inventory arriving daily, plus fantastic deals like the all-new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra or the fuel-efficient class-leading MPG with Camry and Corolla. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is also giving you top dollar for your trade. Go ahead and shop the inventory online now at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These outstanding deals won't last long. Nope. Greg's got the deals. Shop South Hollywood Road Homa. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. 800-998-1003. Go to the phone lines here in a quick second. Got to remind you of college basketball fan Sweet 16 coming up this weekend. Uh, it's the biggest tournament of the year, so you should be following along with DraftKings Sportsbook. If you haven't done it, or, or were you? How much fun was it this weekend? Was it? Did you uh, did you do well or not? Huh? Because you can turn your team's victory into your own big win. The new customers, you bet five bucks on any team to win, get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. That simple. They win, you win. And remember, with DraftKings. 
Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with those same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Use the promo code LaRose for me. L-A-R-O-S-E. Remember, if you do that, you bet five bucks on any college team to win $200 in free bets is yours. So, safe, secure, reliable, withdraw the deposit whenever you want, put in LaRose, get some free money, things of that nature, right? Got a window. So, it's simple as that. So, go ahead and do that, and we will talk, of course, throughout the week about the Sweet 16 matchups, how many people are remotely uh, still alive, bucket uh, bracket wise. Uh, so let's get to it. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three is the way to chime into the conversation. Uncle Earl, thank you for giving us a buzz here on the Sports Hangover. How are you, bud? Hey Goose, how you been, man? Doing well, man. Hey Goose, I'm I'm in the Popeyes line, man. You, you want a three piece? Uh, I'm getting a classic chicken sandwich. Hey baby, how you doing? And uh, a large fry and a medium Dr Pepper there, Goose. <laughs> See now you made me totally hungry. I love that man. It's just the beauty of this show: live ordering of lunch while we're going on here. Go ahead and order your lunch. That's fine. That's hey, you there, Goose? Yeah, I'm here, man. You know, we're just you're making everybody else hungry. That's all. That's good. All good, man. So, what'd you think, hey. man? Go ahead, give me your thoughts. Hey, hey, Goose. Uh, uh, man, look. I'm glad we I'm glad we signed uh, 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 Winston and uh, hey Goose. I knew we was gonna make it to the playoffs if he wouldn't have got hurt last year. But, but like you and, and me and all our Saints fans and all that, mm-hmm. I want an NFC Championship Super Bowl with our defense coming back and the guys we signing. Um, don't you agree, Goose? If, if Michael Thomas uh, coming back and healthy, we need to get a because uh, they're gonna roll a coat. The coverage over towards him. Do you see us taking a uh, number eighteen pick? And I hope we do mm-hmm. with a big time wide receiver. Or what is left out there, Goose, that we can get right now? All the teams of man, they signing people left and right. Do we have anybody sure. left out there right now that can stretch the field and, and, and we can snag him real quick? Because we've got Emmanuel, the money. Right now, I think Emmanuel Sanders out there as well. Here's the thing, right? So the Saints got something like what twenty four. A million and a cap. I saw a tweet of somebody today. I thought it was more than that. that. I thought it was thirty. Um, well, it's something, it's oh, something no. like that. I think it's what I saw okay. today. I'll try to follow, see where it at. Uh, I thought I I saved it, but there, there's somewhere like twenty four. Um, and, and what, what's interesting to me is, you know, you can spend your money and you can. That, that's fine. Um, one of the things remember we were talking about, uh, Uncle Earl, is that in this draft there's some really good young receivers. Like, can start and play for you impact receivers in the first round. And likely one will be there when the Saints, if they decide to stay at 18. Um, their history has been that they can be aggressive. There's one that they target, whether it's the Ohio State receiver, whether it's the Thank USC you. receiver, or what have you. They can move up and go do that. Um, because obviously they've shown a, a willingness to, to, you know, part with draft picks already. Now, granted, that was for Deshaun Watson, who they targeted and viewed as a franchise quarterback. I get that. But I think that's part of it, and I and I get the angst that some fan base has. Um, uh, we need to go out there and stock the receiving core and all that. I, I hear you. you. You get a really nice young draft pick, or you get a nice veteran at at the right price in the deals. The days go by, and then you add to some of the young talent you got. You're not that far off. Remember, Michael Thomas is going to make you substantially better 
already in that department through the draft. I think you can find a nice receiver that can come in and do that. Um, not that I'm advocating for it, but Traquan Smith hasn't signed anywhere, right? So, I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, there's a lot of receivers that haven't totally signed up there. I know there was a few that Ross Jackson and others would have liked the Saints to sort of target. Um, I think they cleared up a lot of that money for Watson when it didn't happen. Now they have that money. So they can be smart about it. And, and let's see what happens. Yeah. Hey, Goose, I got something real quick. Uh, and, and, and of course, they got to, whoever they, if they get a kid in the draft, Goose, they, are they going to be able to pick up the, the offense coming in? And then, Goose, give me your personal opinion on this mm-hmm. without having Sean this year. Is that going to make up a, a huge difference, or is well, what do you think? Not having Sean there, or is Carmichael? They're, they're going to pick up like he's right standing next to him. You know what I'm saying? Are we, mm-hmm. How much are we going to lose with that not having Sean? And I hang up and listen, and have a good week, Goose. You too, man. Enjoy enjoy that lunch there, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, I, I'll say this: I I think that is the number one question. Obviously, that it, it we're going to have going into the new season, right? What is the the influence or not having a guy like Sean Payton in that building. Again, though, I think it's one of the reasons Dennis Allen, per Mickey Loomis, was their top candidate. Continuity. Steady as she goes, right? I kind of referenced this, you know, where in the past we're in the Navy. You know, the ship's still the same. You switch out COs and XOs routinely. That's like... How they do it for a reason, right? But for the most part, you still have what that ship sort of is, its makeup and things of that nature. And I think that's sort of what they tried to do here. I think it's a reason P. Carmichael is your offensive coordinator. Same system, those guys do that. As for what you were just saying, though, Uncle Earl, about a young receiver coming in and picking up the offense. Again, one of the things that a lot of these draft analysts have been saying, take it for what it is is that this draft has those guys, though, that can be day one starters. Like, they're using that phrase. They're smart. They're good route runners. They got that kind of talent to be number one receivers, things of that nature. So I don't think that it's going to be an issue. I mean, Michael Thomas came in and, you know, his first year and did that as well. So, uh, you know, Jamar Chase has done it. So, I mean, you you can see it. I mean, Jordan, you know, Justin Jefferson did it with Minnesota. I, I think you're seeing over the last couple of years – some receivers that can come in immediately make a difference and, and do that for you. So, I again, I think if you're at 18, in the neighborhood of 18, and you get somebody like that, I don't think it'll be an issue to do that and pick up the offense at all, to be honest with you. I, I don't. All right, so let's quickly play a couple bites here before we bring in Mike Triplett. Contavious Streets and Marcus May, two newest members of your New Orleans Saints, they spoke about what it was like to go through here and what made the Saints essentially the team that they decided to sign with in free agency. First, starting safety Marcus May. Uh, you know, just the the the, the background that this uh, organization has, uh, the the number of years that this team's been, you know, winning. Uh, it's a winning organization. Um, you know, I always, always want to be a part of this um, thing and, you know, come in, you know, throughout the process of the draft process, uh, you know, that was a, 
you know, a team that really stood out to me. Um, so, you know, just to have it come back full circle is something I'm excited for. As for Street, why did he think about the Saints? You know, to be honest, it was Coach Nielsen. Um, whenever we played the Saints, I kind of marked that that calendar date because I just wanted to show off for my guy. You know, he played a, a huge part in me getting to the league. You know, um, so many nuances about how I just carry myself on the day-to-day when I'm in the facilities for my whatever team it, it would be at that moment. That's, it just came from Coach Nielsen. So whenever I had a chance to play in front of him, I make sure I wanted to make sure that I put my best foot forward. Mm, that's good to hear. Um, now, Saints fans do remember, and they picked it up immediately when that signing did happen. You, you should know that name already. Um, many still blame, of course, Cesar Ruiz for this, but Contavious Street was the 49er that broke the ribs of quarterback Drew Brees. How ironic is it that now you're a saint? Uh, not so much. You know, uh, I know this is this is a very violent sport, and it's, it's very unfortunate what happened to Drew in that game, you know. Um, and uh, I, I just – I don't really feel any irony, you know. I just It's just part of the sport, you know, and unfortunate things happen. And immediately Saints fans went to, can you do that to Tom Brady and other NFC South quarterbacks? Uh, Street was asked to follow up, though, if he recalled what was that like in that moment that he hit Drew. You know, honestly, I I, <laughs> I wasn't really thinking about Drew in the moment. You know, I, I know he, he suffered some unfortunate injuries in that moment. But I was just excited because it was my first sack as an NFL player. So I was extremely excited. You know, um, it was a, it was like jumping over a hurdle for me. So I was I was very emotional at that moment. Again, you can find anybody that uh, can rush the pastor to add to this defensive line. It's not a bad thing. Final bite, then we'll bring in Mike Triplett after the break. Straight on how he thinks the Saints will use him, because that D-line all of a sudden looks really good. Uh, not yet. You know, so far, we, I've just been, you know, getting acquainted with everyone. You know, I, I just got my iPad, so I'm going through a few things there. But uh, right now, uh, they told me just not to really focus on football things. You know, we'll attack that once we get into OTAs. Uh, the biggest thing right now is just me getting moved out of the Bay Area and getting down there as soon as possible. All right, so there you go. We'll hear more from Marcus May here coming up in a little bit. Quick break. We come back. Mr. Mike Triplett covers the Saints for ESPN. Let's talk to him about May and Street joining the Saints defense and quarterback Jameis Winston agreeing to that two-year, $28 million deal. 21 of it was guaranteed. It's got some incentives here as well. I can add it a little bit more. Um, I like it. Like I said, for me, when I saw that Browns deal with Watson, I went, whew. That's just me. It's the sport hangover. It's your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN, and New Orleans. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. 
Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay, Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay, Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. At Thibodeau Regional, we're proud to announce we've received HealthGrade's 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. What's more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things. Our commitment to quality and your satisfaction. Both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional, once again recognized by Health Grades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Welcome to Allstate, where we bring it all together. And bundling your home and auto is good, right? And it saves you up to 25%. It all comes together. Allstate, here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Bundled savings discounts will vary by state. Saving up to 25% is a countrywide average of savings off the home policy. Combining the multiple policy discount for having auto insurance with Allstate and the welcome discount savings and enrollment. Can we talk sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. We're approaching it with a sense of urgency, that's for sure. Um... But look, we you know hopefully we can we can get something done with um, you know with one of the guys that's available and, and Jameis is certainly uh, an option for us and, and hopefully we're an option for him as well. So um, yeah, we'll just you know we'll, we'll go through the process here and see what happens. I don't think any of us expected the kind of process that they went through, but Mike Triplett, who covers the Saints for ESPN, at Mike Triplett over on Twitter, sir, that was on March 4th over at the Combine. He he said he was an option. We had, uh, So he was, man. At the end of the day, he is your Saints starting quarterback for the upcoming season. We've had a lot of turbulence and trauma uh, following this team over the last uh, 10 days, but if you could somehow have gone on like a cruise after Mickey made those comments and and returned yesterday, mm-hmm. then nothing should be surprising about the Saints offseason whatsoever. Uh, and, and expectations shouldn't have changed. Letting, I mean, some of these things are disappointments. Letting Marcus Williams go, but quickly replacing him with a, a valid alternative for, mm-hmm. for better value in Marcus May. Re-signing Jameis Winston at quarterback presumably letting Teron Armstead go and and having enough cap space, as they proved to anyone who doubted. Yeah. They do have enough cap space to make another move or two, but we did not expect major splash moves. I, I still do expect a mid-level receiver. Maybe maybe you know fans can dream of a Jarvis Landry or Odell Beckham, but maybe it'll be a little lower than that. But look, they, they did not cut a single player to get under the cap. They re-signed their quarterback, they replaced their safety, and they were not going to be major players in the first few days of free agency. All of that is true. All of that was expected. It was the almost move that would have been a bombshell. Uh, But since that didn't happen, I don't think any of the actual moves uh, have have gone against the grain. (laughs) 
Uh, NFL cap space has the Saints at 26.2 million. So they have that money, as you said, to kind of go ahead and do that. When you look back at this Winston thing, um, I, I, it's my opinion, Mike. I, I thought it was a lot. Everything. Compensation, what comes with it, all the allegations, the lawsuits. All, I'm like, man, that's a lot. You, Three you first round. Winston thing. You said the Winston thing. Sorry. Watson. Watson thing. Correct. Yes. So I, I just, you know, so quite honestly, when I, when I saw the deal over the weekend, you know, and the Browns had won the lottery per se, I was like, Okay. I mean, I, I'm like, okay, go get Winston. You keep your first round picks. You can help build your line back up. Do, you know, get receivers in, in a stock full uh, draft this year. Offensive linemen are good as well in this draft. I, I just, I was okay with that either way. What, what was your reaction or what you thought with people, um, that text you or tweeted you during yeah. the Watson pursuit? Well, yes. Um, for a number of non football reasons. There were passionate reasons to be against the move. Football reasons only, I, I also think uh, people were a little on the fence. I, I would say the people who who looked at it from a football-only perspective may have been, you know, for the move, be aggressive at quarterback. But my first tweet uh, when they didn't get uh, Watson was to point out kind of what you just pointed out, and there you have it. Now all of a sudden the Saints have <laughs> – all of their uh, first-round draft picks for the next three years, thirty cap million space. in cap space yep. to work mm-hmm. with, uh, and they didn't cut a single player um, to get under the cap. So it, it was almost like you know, be, the, the be grateful for what you have. If you wanted Deshaun Watson, realize now that there's a lot of money to spend. There are a lot of draft picks to use, and pretty much the entire roster is coming back from last year, except for the, the free agents that they're going to lose, um, which will be significant, obviously. But, um, you know, I think it's a reminder of all those things that they would have had to give up for Deshaun Watson are, are, mm-hmm. are not just numbers. They're not just a dollar figure and a number of draft picks. They're going to be players. They're going to probably be six or seven players when you add it all up. And and I think there's still a, a chance that this team is going to be really good. And, and, you know, obviously now we know who the quarterback is, right. the one we probably expected most all along. I- Last thing on the quarterback, because I do want to ask you on the two defensive signings here as well in May and Street, who I think is a sneaky good signing, to be honest with you, with the Saints. But, you know, it's it's interesting. At the end of the day, it's business, and I get that. I, I don't feel at all, even the process, and especially with Justina Anderson reporting last week that Winston told her personally the Saints had made an offer already in the offseason. You don't think emotions, ill feelings, not feeling wanted at all plays into this at all, right? I mean, seeing Cam Jordan tweet, you know, yesterday, like he's happy that he's back and all that. I I, I think I, I think he understood why they did it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if he had had the chance to bolt uh, for, for an equally good situation and an equally good contract, may, maybe he would have. But I think there's a reason why he was willing to hold out and see what happened with the Saints because it was a good fit. Uh, and and right. obviously the size of the contract was generous too. But what I wrote in my um, sort of reaction analysis piece last night is, yes, the Saints cannot hide from the fact that they, you know, they tried to, <laughs> to you know, make a very aggressive move and tie the present and the future and the image of this franchise to Deshaun Watson. They can't hide from that. They, they thought they could upgrade there. But, they also do like Jameis Winston, and both of those things can be true. You know, I mean, you don't you, liking one doesn't mean you hate the other. And sure. 
So they thought they thought they could upgrade, but they've always said, sort of privately and publicly, that they like Jameis Winston and have confidence in him. And this contract proves it. They, you know, he may, he does feel like a fallback option compared to what happened last week. That doesn't mean they don't like him. It doesn't mean they can't win with him. Um, so you know, I don't know for sure if he ever, you know, felt strong disappointment, but you know. They've, they've said they like him, and this contract proves they like him. And so, you know, he wasn't going to leave just just to leave out of spite. I, right. I don't, I don't, you know, there was a report that he was going to go visit the Colts from Nick Underhill today, um, and that would have been a great situation too. I don't know if they were offering the same kind of contract. I, I don't know if that was a get to meet you or if he had mm-hmm. an offer on the table. But uh, his preference, uh, you know, apparently was to stay in New Orleans if it could work out, and 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 so there, there you have it. Brought it up all the time, all those workout videos, Mike. You see you wearing Saints gear. Um, I want to ask you about May and Street here as well. I lied. One final quarterback question. This is a quick one. It's one of our questions of the day. Marcus Mariota, now the Falcons starting quarterback. Taysom Hill, Marcus Mariota. One of our questions of the day is, who do you, who would you rather start at quarterback? I think Taysom Hill's better than Mariota. The Raiders used Marcus Mariota kind of in the Taysom Hill role last year. Um, going in and out when, when Carr was going on the field. I mean, it, it very was, you know, eerily similar to how they did it. I think Taysom can catch the ball, which is why I would prefer him on the field. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, I see he started some games and, you know, he's won some. I, I'm going Hill. Right now it's 57 to 42 with 26 votes. What do you got? For quarterback only or for the Saints? Just, no, I'm yeah, just saying in general, or, if you had to choose one or the other. Taysom, you're mentioning Taysom Hill, Hill's pass catching ability in there, right, which right. obviously, obviously it makes more sense for the Saints to have Taysom Hill playing his role uh, on this year's team. But if you're saying like the Falcons had their choice of who their quarterback could be, I, I like Taysom Hill. I still think there is an alternate universe where if a team fully committed <laughs> yeah. from the offseason to the Roster planning to the game planning to building the offense around Taysom Hill. I, I think that could be a successful plan. But I, I'm going to pick Mariota because I think he is. I think he's a great mystery. I mean, unfortunately, he's joining a team that that is low on talent. If he had joined the Colts or something like that, I I don't think we know for sure that Marcus Mariota can't be successful in the league. I mean, that could be. Just like Jameis Winston, that could be a Ryan Tannehill type of reclamation project. I'm curious to see Marcus mm-hmm. Mariota. I, I I haven't given up. I, I don't think we have proof that he can't succeed as an NFL quarterback. So I, I, I would like to see a team try with both those guys. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if Mariota is a success. All right, we'll see him twice a year for sure. You kind of touched a little bit on Marcus May. I, I said the same thing when the day that sighting was announced. And, you know, you saw – Marcus Williams, you know, go to the Ravens. I'm like, man, I, it, for 4.5 million less, you, you got a guy that's in the neighborhood, you know, that, that kind of type of player. Contavious Street, when you hear him talk about the relationship with Nielsen, it just, you always heard Sean Payton while his time was here was fit the vision of the player. That seems like a sneaky good signing. A guy that, you know, it's going to add depth to your D line, is familiar with the coach. More importantly, that position coach knows him, knows how to use him, how to play him. And you heard how excited he was about him. To say that he uses the same sort of mannerisms and things like that that he learned from him, I, I, that stood out to me. Yeah, look, in Ryan Nielsen, I think we trust if, if we've been following the Saints for the last five years because that unit has probably been the most successful unit on the team uh, since 2017 as well. Um, so, uh, you know, his, if he wanted to go get this guy, uh, I think that carries a lot of weight. 
But the other thing is depth sometimes can be a code word for, uh, oh, you know, it's a depth signing, you know, like he's solid. <laughs> um, but not on the defensive line. Depth means something on the defensive line because the Saints use eight, nine guys in a game on the on the defensive line. They like to rotate players. They like to have guys play 25 snaps, rotate them in, you know, based on the situation and based on keeping guys fresh. So depth, depth comes with a uh, in bold or with an exclamation point when you're talking about the defense line, much like right. sort of the under-the-radar edition of, of Tano uh, Passignon last year. Uh, I think he could be that type of player for sure. No doubt. Um, final question for you, Mike. Thank you for joining us today. No, no doubt what Saints fans are probably asking. Would you ask, Mike, what other free agent signings do you see out there? What yes. else do you see the Saints doing here before the draft? Um, I would think they have to add a pass catcher in free agency, and still that would be my biggest priority in round one of the draft. Now, in the draft, you don't ever want to have to draft a position. I just think there's such a good chance that they draft a receiver in round one because there's so many good ones that are projected to be available around 18. But I would think they are they have to bring in a pass catcher. Whether the tight end pool has thinned out, so I would think a veteran receiver. Now that doesn't mean it has to be a game changer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jarvis Landry would be very exciting to people around here. Obviously, so would Odell Beckham. Um, but even if it's the return of Emmanuel Sanders, or we just saw Jamison Crowder sign yesterday uh, with another team, I thought he would be a potential good fit in New Orleans. Even a guy like that would just really fill a, a, a gaping hole, like you know, a professional receiver. Um, so I would be surprised if we don't see them make a move where where the number two pass catcher is on the roster in a couple weeks that's not, that's not on the roster now. And there's still potential for that to be a really exciting move, depending on how high they aim. I don't know that they have to go for an offensive lineman if they lose to Ron Armstead, because I, I think they trust James Hurst, and I'm not sure that they you know, pay somebody else three times as much that's going to be way better than James Hurst. Right. But if you lose to Ron Armstead, you probably have to add depth there in free agency, too. But I, I don't expect... I don't expect that that $30 million is burning a hole in their pocket to pick four of the top three agents that, <laughs> right. and, and, and assume they're going after all of them. Uh, that, that, that carving out all that space, they will be happy to carry some of it over till next year. <laughs> um, um, I, think, I think carving out all that space may have raised expectations a little higher than they should be. 30 seconds, and we'll wrap up with you, sir. Your gut feeling, if Armstead, say, signs with the Dolphins at any second here, um, is it a is it a foregone conclusion that you would move Ramcheck to left or or is Ryan no, Ramcheck no, no, is no, your no. right? No, I I I don't think that will happen. Actually, I'd be surprised to move Ramcheck because why why add any uncertainty? I mean, in the NFL today, the Saints appreciate more than anyone else some of the best edge rushers in the league line up on Ramcheck's side. And okay, sometimes sometimes I, it might be even be more on that side uh, these days than it used to be. So I would not think they would. They would turn left tackle into a question mark because Ramchek has played there in six years and then bring in a new right tackle. I, I would think they keep Ramchek where he is and, and James Hurst is penciled in as a left tackle. Good point. Mr. Mike Triplett, go follow over on ESPN.com. Click the NFL, find the Saint logo, and there is his stuff. Or you can follow him on Twitter at Mike Triplett, and occasionally he gives us some time here on the show. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, man. Enjoy the rest of the week. Thanks, Gus. And for sure, quick break. We come back. We'll hear more from Marcus May and Contavia Street. Plus, we will go into the Pelicans. Last night, losing at Charlotte. But you know what? They went two of three on that road trip. They more importantly beat the Spurs back on Friday. 
And on Sunday, got a nice win in Atlanta. So let's talk about that, Pels fans. Um, coming up at one. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. It's crawfish season and Louisiana crawfish are ready for boiling. Rouse's Markets has special seafood boiling rooms in stores. Yep, these guys are professional boilers. Rouse's Market starts with the prettiest Louisiana crawfish, of course. But the key is the Rouse's Down the Bayou Seafood Mix. It's seasoned with just the right amount of lemon and onion and garlic and heat. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. That's 11 to 7 at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 1,400 student-athletes annually, along with CPR and AED certification to over 500 area coaches at both the schools and the recreation departments. We are proud to be your trusted resource in keeping our community safe. Visit TGHealthSystem.com. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking. Served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation. Buddy, we'll take your phone calls over in the LaRose studios. LaRose, don't forget. That is the promo code. Go join DraftKings Sportsbook uh, coming up at 1 o'clock. Marlon Favorite will touch base with him since I didn't get to talk with him yesterday. Super thanks to Daniel Salerson and Aaron Summers for filling in yesterday. Um, as of course, they were hoping for a road sweep. Three games, three wins for the New Orleans Pelicans yesterday. Unfortunately, they could not get the win. There was, of course, a call, you know, might have, um, might have affected the game. Herb Jones going down the lane. Does a Euro step, the elbow, uh, connects with a Charlotte Hornets, uh, face. They throw him out to flagrant two, and there you go. But in the game, the Pels had a chance to win, and just, again, uh, came up a little bit short. But, they won two of three. 
I would take that. More importantly, they won the game against the Spurs. I said that going into it. You have to win the two games you got against the Spurs left this season. The next one is here, coming up. And it is against the Spurs at the Smoothie King Center. You got You have to win those two. You have to win those two. It's also the start of my gauntlet. Uh, March 26th through April 7th. Right? That's the gauntlet that I've been uh, re- re- referencing to. And that Spurs game is Saturday. Now it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an early tip time, 4 p.m. So you can actually go to the game, put the kids to bed and all that stuff. The Smoothie King Center needs to be lit for that game. And then on Sunday, it's a back to back this weekend. The Lakers are in town. And in case you hadn't noticed, last night, the greatest performance of all time happened with LeBron. It was the greatest dunk on somebody on poor Kevin Love. All of a sudden they're back. West Burke has won what three straight games of 20 points or more. LeBron, you know what's coming. Hey, look, I know they talked about this yesterday, Daniel and Aaron. Who would you rather in that play in game? I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Daniel. I, I know the theater and I know. The fan in you would rather L.A., but would you? Did you really want to face LeBron A.D. with everything on the line? I'm just, I'm just saying because they're capable of of going off on you, right? So we'll go through the final ten games here as well. Stanley, thank you for giving us a call here on the Sports Hangover. How are you this afternoon, sir? What's up, Gus? How you doing, buddy? Doing well, man. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, too. I'm glad I get to call and talk to you. It's, like, it's going to be like an every week kind of thing, and I like it. <laughs> You're um, more, than, more than welcome to. I'm here every day from 12 to 3. It's going to tell me I'm not. So I, I will be here. All right. So we're talking about the Saints and the whole quarterback situation, okay? Okay. So I still something in me, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just the way D.A. talks about it. Like, okay. you know, he wants his own identity, and he, you know, he wants his own guy. I don't think – I think Jameis was kind of – you know, they, they're trying to get better, but they couldn't. So they had to revert back to him. I Look, Saints, when it comes to drafting, they've been known to move up. You know, they're not afraid to do that mm-hmm. if, they, if they got somebody that they really want. It would not surprise me. If a quarterback that they really like slips down just a little bit and they move up to get him, and I know we got receiver issues and stuff right. like that, but this draft is deep at receiver. It is. So I, I think that would probably, you know, maybe if they could, they probably probably would move up and get you know if there's somebody that they really like. Here, here's because the thing: the, the recent, just, in, the rec- in recent drafts, mm-hmm. in recent drafts, they've been hitting on second, third, and fourth round players. No, I, I hear you. I, I will say the big difference in past drafts in this one, and, and again, this morning, this morning alone, listening um, on Get Up and also NFL Network, I'm just trying to get as many different opinions as possible on this because, uh, you know, Malik's having his pro day today. Um, Pickett had his, what, a day or two ago that they had it? Yes, I think it was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, I, I yeah, forgot yeah, what day it all is today right now. Um, but even after their, like, their, their pro days, like, I was, I'm listening yesterday and, and literally Pickett's commentary of all the people that attended was, you know, in the, in any other year, this guy's a Friday, Saturday pick. Like, you would never hear that from a first round draft pick quarterback after their pro day. You understand what I'm saying? Like, maybe the combine, maybe something that's not to their favor. After their pro day, 
And, and he, I mean, like the most positive, and I'm, I'm not saying they were negative, but when you hear Ovlowski and you hear these other guys go, there's something against these young men. They're good men and nice quarterbacks, but none of these guys are franchise-starting quarterbacks. I get the, the sense and feel that I'm getting from everybody that does this for a living is desperation will probably have that. Look, I'm listening to Colin Coward this morning on the on the drive-in, and you know he's like, I don't see the Panthers or the Falcons passing on one of these two two quarterbacks. You know, Matt Rule has been swinging yeah. for everybody. So I, a team that doesn't have an identity, do they go take that? Look, you know, Malik Willis seems to be the guy that has this kind of athleticism. But it's untapped, and everyone says it. it's going to be a year or two development. So my, my thing, you know, I, li- I like Corral. I like his leadership. I, I like the mobility. I think he can throw the deep ball, those things. But is that somebody you take at 18? Is that somebody you do in the first round? By the most part, all of these guys are saying, in any other year, these are Friday picks, you know, at, at the earliest. Yeah, I, at the Friday pick at the earliest. So... You know, to, to go to what you're saying, I, you know, I have a guy that at least I know for this year, and it's a two year deal. I, I, for, for this year, I have a guy who's a starter. He's a vet, knows the offense, knows all that. If I can get a receiver that can immediately start right now and be a difference maker, that's a bigger thing okay. for me than, or an offensive Good. lineman. That's a bigger thing for I me than a guy that I, might be two years, three years. The reason, the reason I think that that's kind of blown up a little bit, talking about Jameis Winston needs weapons. Jameis Winston needs weapons. He needs this. He needs that. Okay, this guy had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin his last year with Tampa Bay, and I know mm-hmm. it's a different offense, all this other stuff. He had two over a thousand yard receivers, right? His last year in Tampa. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I feel like now that okay, Jameis got this two year contract. And that's good. I'm happy for him. I'm glad he gets another chance because this year, this year is gonna it's either put up or shut up. You know what I mean? Like if he don't perform this year, then there is no more of this. Oh, Jameis could be this or Jameis could be that. He's gonna have another chance to prove it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad. I'm glad that's gonna happen because hopefully this is the last year we get to hear of oh, Jameis needs this or Jameis needs that. You know, he's gonna have everything he needs this year. And if he don't do it, then he just don't do it. My opinion, I'm not hating on Jameis. I just think he's an average quarterback. That's just right. what I think he, he he is, you know. And I know he had all these different these different coaches in Tampa, and he had this and he had that. But don't you think that I matters mean, a little good, bit, though? Good. Don't, and quite honestly, little, I'm asking. I'm asking you though. Like, no, yeah, do you yeah, not yeah, think yeah, that honestly, matters a little, a little bit of not does. having continuity, mm-hmm. not having an offense that you know, not having an offensive coordinator? And quite honestly, two of those three head coaches he had were terrible. Like, terrible. I mean, like, their cutter's terrible. So, you know, I mean, it's like like anything else, though, man. Go ahead. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think if you're good, you're good. I mean, I'm not saying, Uh, you know, that he's not good. I think that, I think he's probably a little bit above average. I I will say this. I think you think you need, I think no matter who you are, you need the perfect union in marriage of good coaching and good players. Right, no matter what, and to an extent, good quarterbacks are system quarterbacks because they have the right system that best fits them. Um, and and I I've always we thought that you need a little bit of both, though. you know. Well, again, you know, that guy had pedestrian type offensive situations and things happened last year to him. I'm with you. Look, I'm not calling him 
you know, the GOAT by any means, but I, I, I think he's being undersold a lot more than I think what you can do. I, I will say this, uh, as your Apple Power number one, man, and it's Stanley, I appreciate the phone call. I will say this. I think, and it's something that Nick Underhill actually I saw wrote in his latest column, that it's time to have him play free and just just see who he is. I thought last year there was so much focus on not being the guy that turns the ball over, that throws interceptions, that all this. You saw him think a lot of times. When he just played, you saw the athleticism and go do that. I'm not saying go out there and just fling it around and throw ten picks, man. But I don't think that's – I think people can change and more mature and do those things. But I am interested to see – Full off season, better playmakers around him. Let's see what happens. Our ones in the books. Marlon Favorite will join us next to Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on.